everybody, and welcome to another episode of Becoming Less, an Edmontonian journey to less waste, less impact, less consumption, and less clutter. Today is part two of a six-part series about the R's of sustainability. If you missed part one, head over to becominglesspod.podbean.com where you can find all of the episodes and many other ways to follow along on the journey. The R's of sustainability. Most of us are very familiar with the original three, reduce, reuse, recycle. I just don't feel like this quite covers it. So in my version, there are six. Refuse, which we talked about in part one, reduce, reuse, repair, recycle, and rot. These R's of sustainability are in the order they are in for a good reason. It is the order in which they should be considered. So after you have had to listen to part one, refuse, and you have decided that you are unable or unwilling to live without the thing in question, you should then think about reduce. And reduce is our subject here in part two. You need the thing. You want the thing. The food, the drink, the clothes, the car, the cell phone, the cat, the vacation, whatever the thing is, you can't refuse it. But it's important to reduce this subject of your desire's impact on the environment to the smallest amount possible. There are many things to consider. The damage caused by extraction of the raw materials, the manufacturing process, the amount of packaging, the quality and longevity of the item, the amount of the item you actually need, and its end-of-life phase. Let's start big. A vehicle. What do you need it for? Are you using it mostly to transport yourself around? Or are you regularly hauling heavy loads? Or do you constantly have a gaggle of kids to take to soccer and music lessons? If you are simply commuting by yourself, a small electric vehicle may be enough to suit your needs. A big truck with a lift kit is probably unnecessary. But hey, if you use your big truck to go 4 by 4 then maybe it's a need in your books. If you regularly have kids in tow, a van might be more suitable. There are many options out there. I recommend taking the time to do some research, including things like fuel efficiency. Maybe a five-seater car is enough. Maybe it's not. But enough is all you need. Okay, so you need a car to get to work. Or do you? Are you close enough that you could walk? Maybe you need to bring too much stuff along with you to walk. Bikes are able to carry a decent amount of cargo. Perhaps you could use the car less by biking to work. Maybe just biking to work when the weather is nice. Let's think about that for a second. A typical passenger vehicle emits about 4.6 metric tons of carbon dioxide per year. And let's say the weather is only bikeable about a third of the time. If every Edmontonian reduced their transportation emissions by a third, there would be over 1.5 million tons less CO2 emitted per year in our city alone. On to smaller scale reductions. Packaging is a huge contributor to waste. So much of what we buy comes in layers of plastic. Try to pick products that are package-free, or at least packaged in paper, which is recyclable and or compostable. Food is an excellent example. Produce generally has no need for plastic packaging, yet apples, carrots, celeries, grapes, mushrooms, peppers, all commonly come in plastic bags for convenience. Note the air quotes you can't see me making. It's really not that hard to bring your own produce bags, if you feel that these items need a bag at all. If the thing you are buying doesn't come without a container, an ironic way to reduce packaging here is to buy larger amounts at a time. That may seem counterintuitive, 
but buying larger sizes of something that you know you use a lot of actually equates to less packaging per quantity of product and is usually cheaper in the long run. This especially applies to single-serve portions. Yogurt, cookies, granola bars, coffee creamer, ketchup, and jam are all good examples of things that often come in single-serve containers that are easily purchased in larger containers. Even better if you can buy in bulk. Granola, coffee, and peanut butter are bulk food items that you can put in your own container, or rather will be able to again once the pandemic is over. That means no packaging at all. Or try the DIY approach. Make your own bread, cookies, mustard. If you buy a bread maker, not only does it make the time it takes to make the bread negligible, it's also cheaper. And bread makers are really easy to come by used, as a lot of people receive them as wedding presents and then never use them. Also, when it comes to food especially, reduce the amount you buy. Only buy what you need. So often, we buy way too much food only to have a good chunk of it go bad because we didn't get there in time. It helps to eat the groceries in order of which they will go bad. Let's say you buy fruit for snacks. Eat the cherries first. They'll only last a few days. Then you can move on to the apples, which will last much longer. When you're ready to pay for your groceries or whatever it is that you need to purchase, say no to the receipt. It's more and more common that receipts can be sent by email or not printed at all. I track all of my spending online, so I almost never actually need the physical receipt. I will basically only keep a physical copy if there's a warranty involved. Clothing and accessories are a place where many people can really cut back. How many clothes do you own? How many pairs of shoes? How many bags? Do you really need two closets and a dresser? I highly recommend reading up on capsule wardrobes. The general idea is to pare your wardrobe down to the essentials things you can easily mix and match. This does a few things for you. A, it saves you time trying to figure out what to wear in the mornings because you have only what you need for the different types of occasions. B, it saves you space because you don't have to store all those clothes you never wear anyway. And C, it saves you money because you aren't constantly buying new clothes. Time, space, and money? Isn't that what we all want anyway? Try not to get caught up in the precise number of items that some sites promote as the ideal amount for a capsule wardrobe. It's more important to have items that you love and work for what you need, and nothing more. Try the Marie Kondo approach. Go through everything and see what sparks joy. This podcast is about getting to a state of less. This episode especially so. Reduce means to have less, make less, get less. You can apply the reduce rule to other aspects of our lives that don't necessarily have to do with garbage. Reduce the amount of cards in your wallet, including loyalty cards, credit cards, bank accounts, etc. This will help simplify and simplicity eases stress. Reduce your tasks. Prioritize. You can't do it all. Nobody can. Do the things that really matter to you and let that other stuff go. If it was really that important, you would have made the time. Reduce your schedule to the necessities. Obviously, work is usually in there. We need income to live. Other than that, though, if there is something on your schedule that doesn't bring true value to your life, get rid of it. Don't go to things just because you feel obligated to do so. If having spare time makes you feel like you're wasting time, try scheduling slots for recharging. Rejuvenation is something that should be on everyone's to-do list. Take a bath. Meditate. Sing out loud. Watch a rom-com. Whatever downtime is for you, 
Scheduling it in removes the guilt about slowing down for a few moments. We all need stuff. We need it to live. We need clothes and food and shelter. And sometimes, yes, we need, there's those air quotes again, some extra stuff. Some luxuries are okay. Society puts a lot of pressure on us to do more, be more, have more, buy more. But we also want what's best for our children and our children's children. Whether it's physical garbage that has nowhere left to go, no safe to eat food and safe to drink water, or weather extremes such as drought and hurricanes caused by anthropogenic climate change. We don't want to create a world where our progeny has to fear the outdoors. Don't you want our future children to be able to play outside? But enough doom and gloom. I would love to hear all of the ways you reduce in your daily lives. You can find all the ways to contact me on becominglesspod.podbean.com where you can also listen to other episodes, subscribe, give me a five-star rating if you like the episode, or even donate to support waste reduction efforts here in Edmonton, Alberta. Thank you all so much for listening. Every day, we can be a little less than we were yesterday.